0: Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real-life, real-time issues and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging.
1: All right. Thank you for joining us for episode number six hey sarah how are you
2: hey todd i'm good this is actually episode six part one we're going to be doing a four part series for episode six because of all the information that you need to know and uh we also want to be respectful of everyone's time and our goal is always to get 30 minutes or less Mm -hmm and the time is ticking. So we just want to dive right into today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Answers on Aging.
1: Yeah, today we're going to delve deeper into specific places that seniors can live. If you joined us in episode number five, Uh we went through fairly quickly and discussed all of those. And so if you've not heard that, and you You need to know what's out there. Basically, that's episode number five. Right. This episode part one through four, we are going to dive deeply into each of these and what kind of symptoms, diagnosis, problems your loved one is having in order to fit into these places.
2: Yeah. So you've already learned, like Todd said, all the options that are out there as far as, you know, resources in your community that can help depending on what level your loved one is at. But yeah, we're going to kind of do a comparison in today's episode part one. So the question is, that we are answering in today's episode is how do I know if it's time for a little bit of help? And this is a comparison between retirement or senior living apartments Mm -hmm. and an actual independent living community. Right. So um, it's gonna be really important to recognize what the differences are and for you to understand what level that your parent is at, Mm -hmm. which I think is a big underlier in all four parts of episode six, because if you don't truly know what the real life situation is and the level of care that your loved one requires, Mm -hmm. things are going to go wrong really quick.
1: We always like to try to use our years of experience in meeting with literally thousands of of families and bring this to you so that you can see why this matters and always try to bring something to help you understand, particularly from past experiences. Mm -hmm. And so numerous times when we're, when I am meeting with the family and they're like, we really think dad can probably stay home, but he needs help with this and this. And I'm like, okay, well in our state, Medicaid will pay for home care. Mm -hmm. And so how that works is a nurse comes out and will evaluate the person to see what kind of needs they have, what kind of help they need, and will then base the um, amount of help. Number one, do they qualify, period? Mm -hmm. And if they do qualify, then how many hours do they need? Right. And so early in my career, I'd say, okay, the the nurse will call you, schedule this appointment. They will meet with dad and then figure it, it out. And so quite a few times after the first few times I did it that way, the family would call and say, they're not going to do anything. Uh-huh. Dad does not qualify for anything. I'm like, what? Yeah. Based on what y'all told me the way I saw him in the office, he needs help. I said, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So I would um, call the nurse, call the state and say, hey, can I see what the nurse Determined, and so I would get their report in. It's like Dad needs, you know, zero help bathing, mm-hmm. zero help dressing. He walks fine. He needs no help, and we're like, of course he does. But he it, needs all kinds of help.
2: But it also, before it says all that, it'll say client reports. Exactly. Client reports, yes. and of course the client is going to report. I'm fine. I don't need somebody coming in here.
1: Us guys, we're good. particularly us guys, we're tough. We don't need help. And it's like, no, I can dress myself. No, yeah. I take a bath completely by myself. And uh-huh. that is absolutely not the truth. And so I learned a long time <laughs> ago make sure the caregiver, whoever's providing care, family member, somebody, be in that meeting with him because he will typically, not that he's just lying, it's just he sees it differently. So mm-hmm. make sure that the caregiver is there to say, no, dad, you do need help bathing. No, dad, you do need help putting on your socks and your pants. And you always walk with the walker. I know you don't walk with a walker, but you really should uh-huh. walk with your walker because you have fallen. And so have someone there in the the meeting. If you are meeting with independent living or assisted living, it is crucial that you get the level of care that you need.
2: Well, and on the flip side of that, Todd, I just want to say that, you know, our podcast is not only for caregivers. Mm -hmm. It's also for the aging individual. And so if that speaks to you, if you're listening and you are the aging individual, please take advantage of the options out there Mm -hmm. that you have I know you're going to have to swallow your pride, but do it and get the help that you need and be truthful. If you're having a hard time, guess what? Things aren't going to get better without any help. So speak up, swallow your pride. It will behoove you, I promise, (laughs) to do this. Just be honest. Right.
1: So if someone needs... Number one, let's talk about independent living, okay? Mm -hmm. Independent living is typically a place where they provide no help for you. So why would you want to go there? Well, where we are right now, there's about eight inches of snow. Uh And in the fall, there are leaves clogging up the gutters. There are things, the yard needs to be mowed every summer. And so many times people are tired of home maintenance, clogged gutters, removing snow, cooking, all kinds of things, they don't need help, but they're just tired of owning a home. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: how does a independent living place fix that?
2: Well, so really specific independent living communities will provide all kinds of maintenance services. They're just like built into that system of the community. An independent living Um, community could look like an apartment complex Mm -hmm. it could also look like a bunch of smaller almost cottage style homes Mm -hmm. that could sometimes be surrounding um, a heavier care or a continuum of care setting that will let you gradually as you age and require more and more help just stay within that campus but the actual independent living communities they, like you said, provide the maintenance. You can still have your own car. Mm-hmm. You are completely independent, mm-hmm. which is a commonality between independent living facilities and then the retirement communities mm-hmm. or the apart- senior apartment mm-hmm. complexes that you see. Right. Um, and so those types of settings have a like an on-site manager mm-hmm. two to five days a week, Um, They, too, you're able to um, continue to drive. You have your own vehicle. Um, And sometimes the senior living apartment complexes will provide either a daily call or a daily check. But in an independent living community, um, that's one of the differences, is that they have somebody every day at some point either lay eyes on Or reach out to the aging individual or your aging loved one who lives there. The independent living communities will also oftentimes have like a clubhouse or a common dining setting.
1: Right. That's the big difference I see between independent living communities and senior apartments. Yeah. Apartments are just individual apartments designed for people typically 55 and above. Mm -hmm. There's no common dining there's Mm -hmm. no activities it's just you live there
2: and sometimes it's common to see low income senior apartment complexes that Mm -hmm. work really well with taking your um your monthly social security or disability check and having that kind of determine how much rent you pay
1: Mm -hmm. And the independent retirement communities have more social functions common dining um it it's more of a community yeah. where people spend more time together because there are common areas that they can all come together where these senior apartments typically do not have that.
2: Right. So if you don't require any physical assistance at home currently, or if your loved one doesn't, mm-hmm. but you know that the house maintenance is a big chore, you know, all the, all the other families have, have moved away or have their own homes. A lot of times this is when, um, after a death in the family, say a spouse passes away. That's a I mean, it's a tragic event, but it's also a good time to kind of offer this option to help downsize and to get mom or dad more socialization, more options that are common with what their needs already are.
1: If dad has never cooked a meal in his life, yeah, he needs to move somewhere where there's common dining.
2: And if mom has never raked the yard before. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's definitely um, applicable in a in a lot of different scenarios, but just understanding the differences between the two will help you decide, okay, what level am I at or what level of care or assistance? Do I want, do I need? And then hello, we haven't talked about money really yet besides the low income thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that's a big difference between a retirement community and the independent or a retirement apartment or senior apartment. Mm -hmm. And then the (coughs) independent living communities, because with, I would say 99% of the independent living communities are private pay. And um, more expensive. And definitely more expensive. They do provide more assistance. Yeah. Um but there's also something that I just learned from Todd that you can maybe put your aid in attendance benefits toward an independent living community. Is that right?
1: Yes, it's complicated. You, <laughs> to get aid in attendance and if you're not familiar with that, we'll probably talk about that at some point yeah. so you can just search through the episodes and look for it but basically aid and attendance is a VA benefit for for the veteran and if the if the veteran has passed away and left a spouse then the spouse can then qualify and it it is money to help pay for assistance mm-hmm. hence the name aid and attendance you can get it in independent living but you have to be getting care from someone you have to meet certain disability guidelines, but you can live in independent living <clears throat> and get aid and attendance, but it's kind of complicated.
2: Sure. And that's another great point that I can kind of piggyback off of with these independent living communities, especially the ones who are on the same campus as a different higher level mm-hmm. of care they have, um, within the campus, usually a caregiving agency that you mm-hmm. can add on. Serve, it's like basically a la carte care. Sure. You know? Yeah. And, um And you can start kind of sticking your foot in the water and testing the temp for what it looks like to get a little bit of help.
1: Even though it, it is called independent living, you don't yeah. have to be independent.
2: Right. There but you can be. yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. yeah. And I would think most people are, but if you just love your place and you can afford it, but you're needing some help yeah. and the independent living folks are like, hey, unless you get some help, you can't live here anymore. And so typically they do have a a freestanding health clinic there that they will send nurses over
2: right. to
1: help you get dressed, make sure that your meds are taken care of or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. And you can also receive... <laughs> in-home care assistance and in-home health in both of these settings. Mm-hmm. So um, these are basically an umbrella for different options for long-term care. It's just in different locations throughout yeah. this episode too. Right. Um, but just, I also think that when you start in an independent living community or a senior housing apartment, it's, I think it's more likely for you to have a successful transition into a higher level of care uh-huh. because it kind of gives you a little more structure. It gives you more safety, more eyes, more hands on deck. Uh-huh. And you're a lot less like a lot less likely to have those tragic a- accidents, those major falls. Uh-huh. Um, so just, Keep that in mind because that's definitely something I think that would be a pro for on the list of pros and cons. That would fall into the pro category for why you should consider making a move like this.
1: Yeah, independent living does not mean that they don't ever check on you. No. But you are independent. And what I like about it is typically if you always showed up for breakfast and one morning you did not show up, they're going to come check on you immediately they just know that you're not there whereas in the senior apartment or living at home you could have an episode overnight or first thing in the morning and it could literally be days until someone finds you yeah. whereas in the ind- independent retirement community if you don't show up for one meal and particularly two meals they will come check on you
2: yes they will um so I just want to kind of reiterate the utmost importance about having a true understanding of what the actual condition is of either your aging loved one, or if you are the aging loved one, of being honest and accepting of your current condition and really not taking things at surface level and digging it a little bit deeper deeper to figure out, okay, what are my needs? Where am I at in this aging process? And what's going to make it better? And what's going to keep my quality of life as good as it could be for as long as it can be? Yep. So that's why it's really important to be true and honest about what's going on with you or your aging loved one.
1: And I think there's a growing amount of opportunities here. I mean, like, yeah, where we live here, there are Man, dozens of those and mm-hmm. probably half of those have been built within the last five years.
2: Oh yeah. I mean yeah. it's
1: just a booming people see that this aging, this group of people are aging and they need this type of benefit and they are building those. And mm-hmm. they're they're beautiful. I mean, they oh, are yeah. really nice. They cater to you. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend that you go look around and if you're Tired of cooking and cleaning, mm-hmm. tired of mowing, tired of cleaning out the gutters, home maintenance, painting, whatever. You just want to live mm-hmm. and not have to worry about that. Definitely look out, look into for a senior apartment or a independent retirement community.
2: Yes, and um, on the show notes for today's episode, we have a link for an article that we pulled from the Laureate Group, and the the title of Article is Senior Apartment versus Independent Retirement Community. So, some of the information that we shared with you um, came from that resource and it will be at your fingertips on the show notes. And what we want you to take away from today's episode is to really assess where you or your aging loved one is right now, get the information about what the options are, understand what each of those mean and then put in place a plan so that you can begin to actually live and like enjoy life so that if something bad happens, you're prepared.
1: Yep, all right, good job, Sarah. So what are we talking about in part two?
2: Okay, so part two of episode five, I'm sorry, episode six, six. gosh, whoops, is the differences between in-home care And adult day programs. We're also going to throw in a few differences about home health services. Mm -hmm. So um, definitely tune into episode six, part two, and we will look forward to talking to you more next show.
0: All right, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit the subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy-to-find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about today's episode, go to AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, tune in to the Facebook page Senior Services NWA to catch their weekly live radio program every Wednesday morning. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.